Good morning, everyone, to our weekly planner call. Today, Tuesday, August 25th, yesterday, unfortunately, we couldn't have the call. Zoom was doing an update in the middle of our entry to our session. So today, we're here to answer any questions. I'm going to get started, as always, with the slides that I have from the previous week, the, the quick week, the questions you had from previous weeks, right? So be more than glad to open up your microphone, ask your questions, or write them down in the chat. So if you can please press one to make sure that you guys can hear me, I'll appreciate that before I get started. Perfect. Thank you very much, Jimena. Thank you, Elisa. Thank you very much, Anders. Brian, thank you very much. And welcome. I know Brian and Anders are kind of new in the platform. So welcome to you, all of you. We have fewer people today. It's expected. Uh, you know, we changed the date. So anyways, <clears throat> let's get started. I'm going to share my presentation with you today, right here. Share right here with my weekly planner. And again, if you have any questions, please let me know. This is for yesterday, but we're here on Tuesday. So here we go. The question every single week, the way that I get started, how many open houses do you do this week? Please write that down. Write down the answer. How many open houses do you do? One, two, Three, remember at least one twilight open house and at least one twilight open house is between 5.30 and 8 during the week. And uh, ideally during the weekend, two Saturdays and Sundays, at minimum one. How many open houses did you do this week? Remember, open houses are the number one lead seller's lead generation source. You don't have any listings? Talk to your broker and have your broker give you one of the listings in the office that is not going to have an open house this weekend and do the open house in your area. You need to do open houses at least one per week, ideally three times per week. One more time, the top, top agents, remember, go to the Miami Real Estate Show and you'll see the top agents doing over 300 transactions, over 800, yes, you hear me right, 800 transactions a year, they say, number one, seller's lead generation tool, open houses. Are you doing open houses this week? How many did you do last week? Now, COVID-19 is not an excuse. One of the top agents that I've worked with, Nancy Bachelor, and research that name, Nancy Bachelor. She's a very, very high-end agent in Miami Beach, usually average, averaging over 100 transactions per year. Their, her team does about two to three open houses per week right now during this pandemic, right? So if that's happening in our area, especially in Miami, Miami Beach, it's happening everywhere. I understand there are some restrictions. I understand that's a little bit more difficult, but it's not going to prevent us from 100% not doing open houses, right? So very good. Let's go to, oh, this is uh, right here. And uh, it says, what's the name of the book you recommend on your video, Elvis, right? Is it a practical guide to buying and selling real estate? And I'm gonna show you this, this is very important. So I've published, published so far three different books. The one, Elvis, by the way, this is the other one, the ultimate real estate agent book. Let me put it right here, right here. So you know, if you wanna go to Amazon, you can get it right here, the ultimate real estate agent book are some of the top agents and brokers around the nation, right? And I explain exactly what they've done to become top, top agents. But the one he's referring to 
very, very important, is this one right here. But if you're going to notice right here, it's Real Estate in South Florida, a practical guide to buying and selling real estate. Look, it was published way before Facebook, way before Instagram. Look, in 2005, right? You wanted to see me with black hair and a lot more hair? There we go. That's me. That's from 2005, right? So why, and, and two things, I wanted to show you that question he posted, all right, for two main reasons. Number one, you notice that it's in Spanish, right? For those of you who don't speak Spanish, different language, but this is Spanish. Why? Well, do I speak English? Of course. My wife is from here, from the States, right? Our friends, 99% speak in English, right? But my target audience is what? South American investors. Got it? So for you, if you're Russian, if you're Italian, if you're French, and over 50% of your clients speak a different language, your message should be in that language. Got it? So I wanted to bring this question because it's so relevant, right? So 99% of my clients are Spanish-speaking clients, investors from South America, right? My group of people, my kids hardly speak Spanish, right? My wife speaks in English. My, my speaker friends speak in English, but my clients are investors from South America. So right here, it's 100% in Spanish. So that's a niche, right? That I have less competition. So why content? And again, and he said something very, very important. This is back in 2005. So when I put this in a book, and back in 2005, it was way more expensive to publish a book. I'm not telling you to publish a book. However, I highly recommend it. Because this is the framework of buying and selling real estate from A to Z. Now, from this little book right here, what can I do? I can summarize it and put it in articles for the website. And I can summarize that article, all right, that's coming from the book. And I can take three, four different emails and I can automate the process. Remember, we are in the business of what? Let's see, anybody, let's see if anybody remembers. What, is, what business are we in? What, what business are we in? Let's see if we know. What business? Marketing. What is it? Marketing. marketing. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, guys. You got it. We're in the business of marketing. However, what is the fuel, right, for our marketing engine? Let's see if you guys remember. What is the fuel? Content. Content. There you go. Thank you very much, guys. So content is what fuels your marketing strategy. Because as you, as you guys hear me say before, the typical real estate agent has four things in their marketing strategy. Let's say it's a postcard, right? Their picture from 87 years ago, their listing, their recently sold, their contact information, and finally the call to action column. It doesn't get the attention from anybody. That's why content is so important. Nowadays, publishing a book is less than $1,000 very, very inexpensive. Now, it's completely different, all right? When I go to a presentation and somebody has the book that I wrote, now I'm not a realtor. And you know the perception of the consumer about realtors. It is just a fact, right? Realtors are not perceived as a highly skilled professionals. They're not. There are many that are, but the perception of the consumer is that a real estate agent is somebody that just got their license and they don't know what they're talking about because they don't have 
the, the formal education. That is a perception, and we know that. Now, there are very good professionals in our industry, but the perception, it's very low. Now, when I present, when I have a conversation with an investor and they see that I'm an author, now they don't see me as a what? As a realtor. They see me as a, as a author, right? And this is something they can take and they want to take with them and they read it. They want to read it because they're in the process of buying an investment property. They want to know exactly how to do it. And in the process of their reading it, they say, oh my God, I don't want to make this mistake. I don't want to make this mistake. I don't want to make this mistake. Oh, I didn't know I have to open a corporation. What about a corporation? Oh, what about the tax ramifications? Oh, what about state taxes? Oh, wow. What about the financial aspect? What about mortgages? What about the closing pay? Well, closing costs? What about the down payment? What about the interest? Oh, I didn't know. What about insurance? Oh, what about the contracts with condominiums? Oh, all that information is in here. So I don't have to tell the person that I'm an expert. They just see it, right? So very, very important for you to understand that. By the way, I'm not asking you to do this immediately. I'm asking you to document your knowledge step-by-step step, from A to Z, people by systems, people by systems. You need to show them a system. So very, very, very important, all right, that you understand how to develop that content. By the way, this same content summarized goes into what? Into a little teleprompter in my phone. You don't need a sophisticated teleprompter. And we do have those. So for those of you who have come to our offices, I'm seeing our, the Miami Real Estate Show. Yeah, we have the, the big time teleprompter, but we have the teleprompters here, right here. Teleprompter, right here. Teleprompter. And I'm gonna show you right here. You see all my scripts right here, all right? In my teleprompter, oops, right here, sorry, there we go. In my teleprompter, teleprompter app, right? That's less than $30. And I'm looking at the camera, at the phone, and I'm just reading. And you can see that I'm reading. I'm just reading this information. Got it? Very, very important. And then you're talking to a camera, and you sound and look very professional, all right? So that's what I wanted to show you. This. I think that was very, very important. Answering the question, what was the name of the book you recommend on the video, right? If you speak Spanish, in this case, it's Real Estate in South Florida, Practical Guide to Buying and Selling Real Estate, all right? Why content? Because you become the expert. Very good. By you developing that content, writing it down, creating the bullet points, saying that to the camera, you're truly becoming the expert that you say you are. Number two, you not only gather your thoughts, but you can structure your thoughts, right? So when I'm talking to an investor, I talk about the five things that they need to know before buying a property. Number one is identify the ideal property. And you got to go, Mr. Mr. Investor, through five very important questions. What is it exactly that you want? Where do you want it? Why do you want it? When do you want it? And how much? That's step number one. The other four steps, once we have identified that investment property for you, then we need to identify the financing options you have. Are we going to buy it cash? Are we going to finance it? And if we want to finance it, what are the options available? What are the terms? What are the closing costs, right? Then number three, we need to identify the legal identity under which you are going to purchase this property. Is it an LLC? Is it an S corporation? Is it a C corporation? What type of entity, right? Number four, we need to identify and minimize with a proper person right how to minimize the tax the, the tax repercussions right in spanish we a different word the, the the tax liability you're going to have when you buy when you rent and when you sell and finally state taxes just in case 
one of the owners in, the, in this corporation dies, how can we minimize that impact? So Mr. Investor, we work with accountants and lawyers. So accountants, lawyers, and mortgage brokers. So once we, we together, you and I identify this property, once you and I identify this property, I can move you forward in the process by identifying the proper financing option and then talking to the accountant and a lawyer to make sure that we establish the right legal identity so we can minimize the tax liability and minimize state taxes in the future, God forbid. That's the process. Now, am I talking about myself? No, I'm just taking the client through a process. Remember, people buy systems, people buy processes, right? So we need to make sure that the client understand what the process is, right? So that's why content is so important, all right? So let's continue right here, as he said it, right here. And again, if you have any questions, please let me know what type of content, how long, how often in, uh, in, in, in the uh, articles, right? In the emails, how often those emails go out, what title, what copy on the email, on the videos, how often the videos, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, what questions do you have about content? Content is the fuel for your marketing strategy. Your marketing strategy is what's gonna get you the leads. The leads is what's gonna allow you to talk to enough people so you can convert enough people to reach your financial goal. Got it? All right, so number three, position, uh, positioning and differentiation, exactly. So the content allows me to position myself as the expert of choice. Because by giving the relevant, valuable, interesting content, I'm, I don't have to sell myself. I'm providing the value and I'm showing, not telling them how much of an expert I am. And remember, by the way, let's see if you guys know, we are in the business of marketing, but what is it exactly that we're selling? What is it exactly that we're selling? Are we familiar? Are we, do we truly know what we're selling? Let's see if you guys know. Three, two, one. What are we selling? Nobody knows? Confidence or trust. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's what we're selling, guys. We're, we're selling what? Confidence. We're not selling real estate. Do not make the mistake of assuming that we're selling real estate. Buyers and sellers don't need an agent to buy or sell property. And you see that every single day when buyers and sellers get together and they buy and sell property between the two. While you're selling, it's confidence. And confidence comes all only through knowledge. Got it? And that knowledge comes from what? The content you've either read, learned, or developed. Got it? Guys, real estate is a very, very simple industry. You got it. Number one, develop your space. It's a three-step process. You develop your specialized knowledge. With that specialized knowledge, you use it to do your marketing, and the marketing is going to generate enough sales conversations. That is it. You can either eliminate, automate, or delegate all the other activities, all of them. Every single, everything, everything, everything else can be delegated by specialized knowledge. You can fake it, right? Like, this is an agent that I work very close with. Thomas Hoffman, please guys, I highly recommend, highly recommend you watch this interview in the Miami Real Estate Show. His name is Watch 
watch Thomas Hoffman in the Miami Miami real estate show. I highly recommend you watch this interview, all of them, right now, because we're talking about content and becoming an expert, not faking it. He says that I study my, this guy does 120, 150 million in sales, $180 million in sales in one single year. And he says that I study my market on average an hour every single morning. And he says it because I don't want to be a fake agent. And he says that in the interview, most agents are fake agents. They are saying they're experts, but when you ask them just basic questions about their market, number of properties for sale, average price, average price per square foot, highest, lowest for sale, based on the market, they have no clue. So they're actually fake agents. And I don't want to be a fake agent. That's what he says. This is an agent that in an e a year closes 100 sales, $180 million worth of properties, right? Right here, Thomas Hoffman. Highly recommend you watch that interview. Liliana Boudreau says, great person. Exact, by the way, it's an amazing, amazing person. I spoke, I speak to, uh, uh, we do a lot of business together and uh, Thomas and I, uh, you know, talk to each other almost every day. Uh, last night we were talking until like 9.30 at night because we're working with, in a deal with, with Mexico. And, uh, and again, he's an amazing, amazing person and professional. Perfect, Liliana. All right, so thank you for that comment. Uh, right here, let me finish right here with this, right here. So again, positions yourself as an expert choice and, um, and basically allows you to segment your market. Very good focus on people, not products. All you have to do is find more people to do business with. Very good. Elvis says right here, focus on people, not product. That's what I said in the video, right? All you have to do is find more people to do business with. At the end of the day, guys, as I said, everything else can be delegated. You can delegate everything but specialized knowledge, marketing, sales conversations. My question to you today is how many sales conversations with new leads you had yesterday? You need to have at least, at least, if you're a full-time agent, you need to have at least five sales conversations new with new leads every single day. That is going to result in about 12 transactions per year. If you're a full-time agent, at least you should expect to close 12 transactions. It's not one per month. It's about 12 per year. Some of you have way higher goals. But if you're a full-timer, if you're part of this organization, the Montero organization, if you're part of our membership, we expect you to at least, at least close 12 transactions. With 12, 12 transactions, you can make a, a nice living anywhere in the country. All right. Very good. Okay. If you have, if you don't have any, let me know if you have any, any questions. If not, I will continue to the next one right here. Any questions about content, any questions about frequency, consistency, automation, etc. If not, I'll continue right here. Notes, all right, notes. Oh, this is exactly what I wanted to focus on today. Time management, it's not an old, it's an old concept. That's what I say in the video. You need to focus on attention management instead. So let me stay in that point, point number two. Guys, for, for all of us, time management is an issue. Time management is, is a challenge, right? So I'm here to tell you that I've learned from my coaches that we can't manage time. We just can't, right? I can't just say, well, today I'm gonna have 27 hours in the day. We just can't. 
we all have the same, or this week I'm gonna have nine days in the week. We can't, all right? So unfortunately, we can manage time. However, fortunately, we can manage our activities. So focus on managing your activities. That's number one. Now, I've learned from one of the, the professionals that I respect the most, I learned something very important. If it is not in your calendar, most likely it's not going to happen, right? And he says it like this. You either put it in your calendar or you delegate it. Those to-do lists do not work very well, right? You need to put it in the calendar so you know exactly if the things you put into the list, in your to-do list, fit in your calendar. By the way, you guys have access to this and this is designed specifically for you guys, right? So this should be filled completely right here. This is the real estate calendar. If you're interested in getting the real estate calendar, let me know, I'll give you the link. I'll send us a, a, an email to info at Monte Organization and we'll give you a link to where you can get the calendar. It's defined, the, it's the right? For every 30 days, right here, where you commit to number of practices, number of, right, as you can see, sessions of practice presentation, practice objections, right? Instagram posts, what are your goals for the next 30 days? And then you put it on your top 20 for the next week, and then you execute in a week, in a daily basis. Every, see, yes. I'm sorry, I have a question on that because I was reviewed again that, that I highly recommend it because every time that I see it, I find something that I need to work on that. And, but I am confused because um, with the list of 20 and the magic paper is the same or is like, I am confusing that part. Very good, thank you, thank you for the question. So we're going to forget about the magic paper, magic paper for now. Now, with the real estate, who, who was, who was uh, talking to me? I think, I, is this Liliana? Yes, yes, uh, yes. See, now I recognize your name. All right, so uh, I, I can put the voice on that. Okay, so Liliana, what we wanna do, it's focus on the list of 20 right here. Forget about the magic paper and let's use the list of 20. What is the list of 20, guys? The list of 20 is the list of the main, at most, 20 activities we need to do during the week. We need to schedule those, right? Usually, it's not going to be more than six or seven, Liliana. Usually. In my case, it's not more than six or seven, all right? So we put it in here. We need to make sure that this week, on either Sunday or Monday before coming to the office, or Friday one before leaving the office, I know exactly what are the top activities for next week. Income-producing activities, guys, all right? So what are, if I can't do anything else, Liliana, if I can't do anything else, what are the at most 20 activities that I need to do for next week? You'll realize, Liliana, that it won't be more than 10, you know, five, seven, 10, no more than that. Usually in my case, it's five to seven. Yes. Right? So we put it in here, but we need to make sure that we what? We schedule it, right? Because if it is not in the calendar, it's usually not going to happen. We need to schedule it. Why I do not believe in to-do list? Because a to-do list has no priority and the to-do list doesn't tell me if it fits in my, if I have enough time to do it. Liliana, what happens many times is I have 20 things to do, right? Okay. Put in the calendar. I never, I have seen some uh, stick notes that I never have uh, done. Exactly, so the, there's it's so many things. and I've heard, So the to-do usually doesn't work. I'm not saying 100% because for some of you it might work, 
But if you don't put it in the calendar, it's usually not going to happen. Hey, it happens to me all the time. I have a lot of things to do, but I can see, okay, what are the priorities for today, right? So my to-do is just to know the activities. And then I need to put them in the calendar. And it happens to me every single day, Liliana. I need to, okay, so I need to speak to Liliana, to Pedro, to Jillian, to, okay, 10 people, right? And it gets to a point where the calendar is full. So I need to see who I'm going to put for tomorrow or the activity for tomorrow. And once it's booked, once it's full, it's full. Does that make sense? So now I know every half an hour, every half an hour, what I'm going to be doing. So I know exactly after the meeting today, what I need to do. And you know, I put an X on what I did already. And if I put it, for example, I said, okay, I need to speak to Liliana, right? But I couldn't talk to Liliana because you know, she wasn't available, whatever. And then I put a circle. And that's just the X and the circle. X, I spoke to Liliana, I accomplished my goal. Or you can put a, a check mark on top, whatever you wanna do, I do an X, okay? Basically, I, I eliminated that, that activity, I already did it. But if I couldn't speak to Liliana, I put a circle, and then I might put it for tomorrow in the calendar. Those two little things that I can give you as a, uh, as a, uh, as a tip, right? You need to schedule everything, and you're going to see how much you, you put emphasis on priorities. Because if I need to speak to Liliana because she's my client and my calendar is full, then what am I going to do? I'm going to move some things for tomorrow or the day after, and I'm going to put Liliana in. Here's the thing, guys, Here's for, for all of us, including me. If I'm very good friends with Liliana, right, and I know uh, Salvador is right here and speak to him. Salvador is a good friend. I know him very well. But let's say I don't know Salvador very well. Who do you think? But Salvador, it's a high, high, high prospect. Very hard, highly qualified prospect. And I'm very good friends with Liliana, but Liliana is already a client. It's not, or listen, it's not a, as, as an urgent conversation as it is with Salvador. Who am I going to talk to, talk to first? And Klein to talk to first. Liliana, it's much easier, right? So what happens, I end up talking to Jimena, Liliana, Brian, Tom, Hurley, Jose, Edward, Enat, because I know them very well. But the true conversation that I, had, that I had to have today was with Salvador. But it's a little bit more uncomfortable because I don't know him very well. And at the end of the day, the highest producing activities are the most difficult, not the most difficult, the most uncomfortable to do every day. Liliana, does that, does that make sense? Yes, are you there? Completely, so, yes. Right, so that's why I need to identify in my list of 20, and then by the way, as you can see here, Every day, priorities right here. What are my top three priorities right here, as you can see? And what are my top five self-conversations? Okay, I need to talk to Liliana, to Brian, to Anders, to Jose, to Salvador. These are the, five, the top five. I might need to make 70 calls today to the lawyer, to the accountant, to the home inspector, to the appraiser. Yeah, that's fine. That's important. But those are not self-conversations. I can do that at the end of the day. What are my sales conversations today? And I need to do them every single day. I can't leave the office without checking the box here with the names of the people every single day. This is your future, guys. You need to, be, you need to hold on to this calendar so, so tight because this is your future. It tells you the three priorities for the day. It tells you what to work on before the office to develop your business. It tells you the name of the people you need to reach out to. And it tells you when to do each of these activities. You need, if you want freedom, 
you should have a calendar. Now you know exactly what to do. And by the way, schedule personal time too. 6.30, leave the office. Always put a time when you are going to leave the office. Because if you don't, you'll stay around the office just walking around, email, Facebook, Instagram, and wasting time. Schedule time also for your family. I'm serious. And the reason you schedule time for your family is, okay, it's two hours every day. In my case, it's an hour and a half with my kids. But I have it scheduled so I know that hour and a half, there is no phone, there is no social media, there is no electronics. It's me with my kids, right? So last night with my daughter, that, as a perfect example, sorry. So we were, they, okay, so what are we going to cook this Saturday? And we were talking about velvet uh, cupcakes and she was showing me the recipes, et cetera, what we have to buy for the weekend. And it's all about my daughter. That's it. That is it, right? And that's an hour and a half. And by the way, at 10, I said, hey, baby, you got to go to sleep. Tomorrow you have class. Besitos, and that's it. You need to, if we don't schedule it, what we do is we are with the kids. By the way, I'm not perfect. Happens to me all the time. So that's what I do it. I'm with, the, with my kids, and I'm looking, and I'm answering emails. And I'm, listen, an hour and a half, as it's important for you to have a presentation with your client, right, for an hour and a half, schedule the same thing with your kids, with your wife. I don't do it every day. I'm not perfect, all right? I make this mistake. That's why I tell you to do that, all right? So schedule everything in your calendar. Also, schedule free time, right? Hey, listen, from uh, seven to nine, whatever, I'm gonna be watching a movie and I'm gonna be watching a movie. I'm not on the phone, I'm not answering emails or WhatsApp. Schedule that free time, right? Very important. So I hope uh, that answers a lot of the questions uh, right here. Uh, let's see, uh, uh, Liliana says, great person. I reviewed yesterday, again, the tutorial and every time I found something to work on. Very helpful. I think you're talking about, uh, Liliana, about the... Uh, Yes, yes, the, the calendar and, and the, that um, time management tutorial. That yes, is very we important. Have also, you have the tutorial and we also have the module. Guys, what you learn in coaching, uh, you've seen, and I know you agree, it's very, very powerful. But at the end of the day, it's, it's not only what you learn in coaching, but what you're able to apply in a consistent basis. And as I say, to you guys, you know, people that say, oh, I read one book a week. And I would say, why would you read a book a week? It doesn't make sense at all. Because it's not about what you hear one time or read one time. It's about what you review many times that allows you to apply that information. So pick three or four books a year and master those books and the activities those books are asking you to do. Okay, again, so it's not about watching the tutorials or watching the modules once or coming to the session once in a while. It's doing it every single day because it's all about practice. It's all about frequency and consistency. All right, so I'm going to finish right here. It's Tuesday, so it's a different day. Uh, don't be a superhuman and learn to say no, especially for the woman. And Liliana, you were here. And women, women are usually superhuman. They are, it's difficult. I'm generalizing and I'm saying as a positive. No, no, no. It's, it's very true. Very, very <laughs> okay. So for women especially, right? They want to be the wife. They want to be the mother. They want to be the executive. I get it. All right. Uh, but women specifically, it's a tendency. That's it. I'm, not saying it's, I'm saying it as a positive, but it's negative for the business. We need to learn how to say no. All right. And especially if you're in your 20s, you're working 24-7. All right. You're just trying to make some money. 
um, trying to make some connection, connections. If you're in your 30s, right, and this is something that I was interviewed last week on TV and I was explaining, right, the difference between working hard and actually working in your 40s. I'm 45 right now. I know I look way older, but I'm 45, all right? So anyways, said, so, you know, when you're in between your 20s and, and, and when you get to the, your 30s, it's working in a lot of things, very low entry uh, level uh, jobs. That's what we do at the beginning. We don't have the skills yet, yet right? But when you're into your 30s, then you start developing relationships, right? And you have a much higher skills. And once you get to your 40s, what happens is that the skills you have are more about the relationship you've built in your 20s and 30s, right? The people you're surrounded with are usually more successful financially, right? So in your 40s, it's not about working 24-7. Your 40s, and I'm assuming the 50s too, it's about developing relationships, right? Having conversations with different people, right? key conversations. So if you're an experienced agent, it's not about working 24 seven. It's about identifying your top clients and having special, special conversations with those people and developing relationship with those clients. It's not about, you know, working 24 seven, seven days a week. If you already have eight, 10 years in this business, believe me, it's not about how much, how hard you work. It's about how deep your relationship are your relationships are with your clients, right? So very, very important. Uh, right here, let me finish. I, I know how <laughs> Alisa says, you don't look older and you look and you know it. Hey, listen, I'll give you a quick, quick, uh, uh, a quick story from last week. Uh, we're in Coral Gables. That's an area here in Miami and there is a Target, right? So every almost every morning, I go by Target and buy some Lysol for my wife because they only can buy one, right? It's, it's restricted, at least in South Florida. And on Wednesdays, uh, they only have, on Wednesday is for senior citizens between eight and nine. And I was walking to the Target and the lady is, is explaining to a mom, a young mom with a, young, with a little kid, like the kid was like four years old and says, from eight to, you have to wait, uh, miss, because from eight to nine is for senior citizens. I have my mask. And the lady goes, sir, you come in, right? And some people, you know my brother, Daniel, he's 41 years old. And some people think that he's my son. So anyways, that's a, a different, uh, that's a, and Liliana says, no, I don't agree. It's a different conversation. I'm just deviating. It's a little bit, you know, of a game. But I know, anyways, I'm 45. So when you are into your 40s already, it's, uh, and many of you are into your 40s and have been in real estate for a long time. So it's not about killing yourself, working and doing little CMAs and doing this. It's about understanding what are the key relationships that are going to help you move your business forward? Because you already have the experience. You already have the social proof. People already believe in you, right? People see you as an expert. So your job into your 40s, and if you have 18 years of experience, it's all about building relationships and developing, strengthening those relationships. Everything else, especially if you're into your 40s, you already have some financial stability, right? You can hire a part-time assistant. You can have a full time assistant, one or two, that handle all the administrative work that you and I used to do in our 20s, right? So delegate, automate, eliminate most of the activities and concentrate on, listen, becoming a true expert, understanding what's working in your marketing so you can speak to more people and actually speaking to people. That's our job. Got it? Very good. All right, so let me finish with this. If you don't have any other question, let me finish with this real quick. Uh, Treasure your earliest hours in the morning. Very, very, very important, guys. Uh, those are the most productive hours. 
early in the morning, you should be working on those three, th those three things, right? Specialized knowledge, marketing, and sales conversations. That's when you have the most energy, all right? Ideally, you should be working on your marketing before you get to the office, analyzing what's working, what's not, the budget, all right? The cost per lead, et cetera, all right? Um, then that's basically what I said right here. That is pretty much it for this week. I wanted to show you that. If you don't have any questions, we can go home today. Uh, let's see right here. Uh, let's see if I have any, anything else. No, I don't think so. So any other questions? Uh, this session today was a little bit shorter. We had we very fewer people for obvious reasons. Uh, it's Tuesday. We had to change it, on, uh, unfortunately. If I don't have any other questions, I will let you go. Guys, remember, ask questions in the forum. You guys see me all the time in the forum active. I'm usually there in the morning, active, live, and at the end of the day. We are here to guide you. And I think Brian has a question on module one. We're here to, and I'm gonna go there. Brian, if you can type your question, I'll be more than glad to answer it for you right now, right? So we're here to help you move your business forward. Whatever questions you have, whether it's lead generation or lead conversion, marketing, content, except we're here to help you. The only thing we don't answer is questions about contracts and the MLS and how to manage different systems. That's not marketing or selling, all right? Uh, Brian says, uh, in module number one of the training, you explain specialized knowledge. How do we know that an area has 2,000 to 2,200 properties in the MLS? I can, if the area has, I, I, you can find the 80 to 90 properties. My life. Okay, so number one, how do you find that? Go through IMAP. In IMAP, it will tell you the number of properties in the area. You can also uh, talk to your local post office. You can go to EDDM, okay? EDDM is every door direct on your postal service, and it will give you the number of properties in total in that area. That is a very fast way. More accurate way is through IMAP via MLS, all right? That's number one. Second question you have, my last question is how to target an area like Brickle where an area of one or two blocks can potentially have 2,000 or more units. Very good. So you gotta pick the buildings, right? So let me get some water. Sorry, guys. When, when we're dealing with condominiums, we gotta pick three, four, five buildings. You know exactly how many properties are in the building? <coughs> you just con you call the association and you know exactly how many properties, right? and you find how many properties sold within the last 12 months via MLS, as you stated. So my recommendation for every single person that is farming condominiums is to identify three, four, five condominiums. Now, I'm gonna give you another name, Brian, that I want you to research. His name is Nivaldo Soria, okay? I'm gonna put it to, for everyone, and I want you to Nivaldo Soria. Nivaldo has been with me in coaching for over three and a half years. We've done over 80, 90 <coughs> sessions. He's, by the way, recognized by the association as a, one of the top listing agents in Miami, right? Uh, research, again, that name, Nivaldo Soria, uh, and watch the two interviews that I have in the Miami Real Estate Show with him. I'm gonna give you the link to the Miami Real Estate Show. Remember to register for the Miami Real Estate Show it's completely free, you guys know, but you will get an alert of when we have a new interview. So let me give you right here, the Miami Real Estate Show. 
and research those two names, watch those two, uh, Nivaldo Soria and Thomas Hoffman. So right here, you can go to the link, make sure you subscribe, all right? So you can get the alerts. Nivaldo, why do I mention Nivaldo? Well, oh, I'm sorry, I think I, I put it to everyone. Uh, everyone uh, right here, right here, this is the link. Because Nivaldo started with one uh, building only, right? Uh, at that time was Grand, uh, Grand uh, View Palace by uh, North, uh, uh, North Miami Beach. Now, you know, he started doing very well. Then he targeted 360. Then he moved to Akoya in Miami Beach on the water. Very, very nice building. And he kept doing better and better and better and better. Now he lives in the Blue and Green Diamonds, one of the top, top buildings in Miami Beach, right? So, but he's always been focused on condominiums, which is more difficult than focusing on single family homes. I always say, if you can focus in single family homes, it's better because it is a great marketing tool. You can do open houses, you can put a for sale sign, things that you can usually don't do in condominiums, right? But if you live in Brickell, you have no other option. And there you find other agents that have great success with condominiums. But the way you do it, you gotta pick three or four condominiums, at most six, right? At most six condominiums. And you need to know everything about those condominiums the lines, the square footage in each line, the view, the number of properties, and then the six things we talk about, right? Very, very important, right? Uh, I was on of the webinar as I'm currently working on the office. Okay, so, okay. So uh, if, uh, if you want the calendar, all right? Alter was saying, if you want the calendar, uh, let's just email us, just put calendar, calendar link, uh, email us, uh, info at Montiel organization organization.com perfect alisa alisa wants a calendar just go alisa you go to the uh the link you order it there and we will mail it to you all right so i don't think i have any other questions right now let's see thank you very much carlos for that i, I cannot speak at the moment first thank you very much for your work i have been on the website and look at some of the videos i was out of that webinar working on that, but I wanted to know how to get the calendar. Perfect, here's the link for the calendar. Very good, thank you, okay. All right, guys, for today was a little bit shorter session, uh, but I think I answered all your questions. Remember, guys, this is all about frequency and consistency, all right? It's like going to the gym, right? We gotta go consistently so to see changes, to see improvements. So I'm here to answer every single question you have, not only in our weekly session, but also in the forum also in the comments below each module. Let us help you grow your business. Until next Monday, right? I'll see you in the forum. Have an amazing, amazing and productive day. Take care guys, bye-bye.